So, who's loving our theme of reset for the year? Um, who's being challenged by it? I think every week there's challenges. Guess what? Today there's going to be lots more. Probably not so much a preach from me, but lots of questions. Um, because that's how I do things, like in terms of questioning things for myself. And I thought, oh, look, I'm going to take you on a bit of a journey of how I question things and what things I ask myself so that they can ask you. So I'm praying that one or two of those questions, you might actually feel a bit uncomfortable. Don't go, oh, she's wrong. Because <laughs> sometimes and often, and perhaps most of the times, I think that's the Holy Spirit saying, perhaps you need to do some work in that area. Um, I, you know, I've been challenged by different things in, within it too, but I just thought, oh, I, I, um, yeah, I think that's, that's sort of the way, oh, there's a, yeah. It's going to be a bit of a mishmash in terms of things, but lots of questions. Um, so write them down if you need to so that you can actually think about it. You won't actually probably have time to think about it now, but don't go away from here without at least one question that you're going to think about and question in your life uh, for the next, especially the next week. Um, last week's message was brilliant, wasn't it? Hey, and thanks to Dion. Saw him. Yeah? <laughs> oh, Yes. He was, oh, they're on kids. Anyway, I'll, I'll pass it on to them because it was great, uh, great message. Uh, if you didn't hear it, then go online. You can see it. Um, very easy to see it, pull it all back up. And, and even you can listen to it now in a podcast, I think. Can you? Yes, good. Got my messages right. <laughs> anyway, I thought I'd just um, look up. I like to be able to look up. I know what fruitfulness is, but I like to look and see what the dictionary says. The dictionary says that fruitfulness, we are on resetting. Oh, resetting fruitfulness. We've just got reset. Okay. Resetting fruitfulness is our theme for this month. Fruitfulness is producing good results, beneficial, profitable, fruitful investigations, abounding in fruit as in trees or other plants. And when I looked it up, I don't actually, I, if I'm Googling something, yeah, this is Google, <laughs> well, it's probably to the dictionary, but straight underneath it anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, and I don't usually use this device that I'm looking on, so sort of, it's not because it's picked up other threads that I've done. I was very intrigued to see that the next thing was, what does the Bible say about fruitfulness? And I thought, oh, that's a really interesting thing to think, of course, I mean... Of course, that's what we're going to focus on a bit more today. Um, and it says, it said on there, there's a famous line in the Bible, be fruitful and multiply. So I'm sure that we've, many of us have heard that line. Do you know where it is in the Bible? Yes, Genesis, Genesis. Do you know what? It's the first thing that God said to Adam and Eve. So in Genesis 1, Verse 27, it says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, very first words, be fruitful and multiply or increase in numbers, depending which version you're reading. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Be fruitful, the very first thing. So that's a mandate that we have. God created us, each one of us, and that's what he's called us to do is to be fruitful. So I started to think, okay, how do we look at that? If you're looking at, if you're looking at how fruitful you've been, then you actually need to measure something. And I think our lives, we can look back and we can see that we've been fruitful in this, but I also think that there's a really important thing that we do is to actually be intentional about growing so that we can have more fruitfulness 
because otherwise we can just go along and there will be fruit because that's how we're created. But I think that we can be intentional about things and growing in things and, and all sorts of things to be more fruitful. So that's what I'm going to challenge you with today is being more fruitful. And one of the, the phrases that we have is, uh, is making disciples who make disciples. That's a, really, that's a big thing about fruitfulness. And I'm going to talk a bit more about that later on. You know, we look at New Year's resolutions and... Well, so often we make them. I actually don't anymore. I don't know whether it's an age thing or whatever. But, um, <laughs> but then we don't look at them again through the year. We sort of you know, fall by the wayside or whatever. But I don't, let's look at those things. Not necessarily the New Year's resolutions you made, but let's look at some different areas in our lives and, um, and see how fruitful we've been. And then, of course, we're in dry July. Many of you know and have heard the phrase dry July. And I, as I was praying about this, I thought, let's call it why July. Why July? Because if we look at the why, the why we do things, and um, w- the purpose of it, we actually can see how we can be more fruitful in it. So that's a little phrase I've coined for this July, is why July? You can ask people why July. Um, it means you think about all the things that you're thinking about and think about why I do that, and what, what is the fruitfulness that's in that, that for me, why is it? I, um, as I was preparing for this message um, actually, it was quite funny. I decided we had, I had grandkids for three days, three days, two nights and three days this week. And I thought, right, the week before I'm going to make sure I've got time to prepare. So I've got in my head so I don't have to try and be doing that with the kids around or anything like that. And then we get to last week and um, Simon rings and says, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. We've got all this happening. He's supposed to be preaching and da la la la. And he says, oh, Georgia can preach, but it's really hard. It's the last week of term and there's so much happening. She's working full time, da, da, da. And I said, oh, that's okay. I've got my message prepared for the 11th. I guess I can preach. Yes, thanks. No worries, says Simon. I'm like, yeah, that's difficult. <laughs> so, sorry, Julie, you get wherever you are. You get two, you get two weeks of it. <laughs> you can tell me if I did better the second time. <laughs> anyway, I decided, look, there's so many different things that we can um, measure, but why not go back to what our basics are in this church, and that is our vision statement, to be growing and influential. So I'm not going to ask it about the church, because I think every one of us, for our church to be growing and influential, every one of us has to be growing and influential. So look at growing. How are you growing personally? Not talking about weight or anything like that. (laughs) But how are you growing emotionally? How are you growing spiritually? Hmm, different thoughts. I'm just going to leave you a little time. Okay, if God's doing a little bit of work in you, then that's okay. As I said, as I was preparing for it, there was a a little, I I love it when I've got a message and you see little different quotes. This quote was, expecting things to change without putting in any effort is like waiting for a ship at the airport. Well, that's very true. <laughs> so we're going to put in some effort today and, and over this Y July month and keep on going with it because once the habits form, you keep on going and in, in looking at what you're doing. Um, so how are you growing? Colossians 1 verse 10 says, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. How are you increasing in the knowledge of God at the moment? What are you doing? We've got our Bible plan, 
um, for this month is Fruitfulness on the Front Lines. It's great. It's a really short little one. It gives you a little thought for every day to think about. So if you're not getting a lot of challenge out of today, then you can go and look at that and you'll get a challenge every day to think about how you're being fruitful in different areas of your life. Your growth is painful, often. Sometimes it's not. But change can often be painful, this is another quote. Growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as saying staying stuck where you don't belong. And I think sometimes we are, we don't even realise it. But I'm just praying that today you might realise that there's an area somewhere that you're actually stuck and you actually go, I've got to get out of that. And it's by the grace of God. God will help you to get out of that. He'll show you where to change. If you spend the time with him, he'll show you and encourage and be there for you to be able to help. If, if you can't do it on your own, there's nothing wrong with that. Go and ask a connect leader. Ask a friend to pray with you. I'll pray with you afterwards if there's an area that you know that you're stuck in and that we will pray and believe. And I've seen many, many people changed and got out of their stuck areas. It's one of the things I really uh, am passionate about is seeing people move from the areas that they get stuck in. So how are you growing? Personally, spiritually, and emotionally, there's so many different ways that we can look at it. How are you growing? How will you measure that for yourself? Think about one of those areas and actually go, okay, what can I do intentionally? Why? Bible tells me to, it's good for me and it's good for others around me too. The second part of our vision statement is to be influential. We are all influencers, whether you think you are or not, you are. Some people are good influencers and some people can sometimes not be good influencers. <laughs> I've watched my grandchildren this week, and I've only got one set here, so you know which ones they are, those of you know the family. <laughs> and watching the, um, the two older girls um, influence each other, <laughs> or niggle each other, or try and get them, and then, the, then they're again, you know, they're fighting against each other or you know, words and all sorts of stuff. I said, just stop, listen to yourselves. Well, they're not going to do that. But anyway, stop. <laughs> Let's just think about the way we talk. Think about what we're thinking about, what we're saying to each other, what we're doing. You know, we're just knocking them as we go past. I bought, um, I had a day with Marley on, oh, I've told you who now. Anyway, <laughs> we'll scrub it. No, <laughs> they always say, don't, oh, don't. No, actually, there was a. We had a pastor come that said that they, they their kids. I think you've probably heard the story. Their kids got a dollar every time they were mentioned in the in the sermon. But uh, it's okay. I'm not mentioning my kids. <laughs> it's grandkids. Um, anyway, I went, had a day with Marley because the others were in childcare one of the days, and we went off. And I bought. We we went in. And she wanted to get some craft things, and I found some loom bands. And I thought, oh, she hasn't done loom bands. Radio. Right? Her mum's going to kill me, but that's okay. <laughs> but it, it kept us so busy. But anyway, I made sure that we got something from um, Ryan as well because I knew that she, you know, like you can't get one for something for one and one for not the other. I mean, Ryan wasn't with us, but I knew Marley would flaunt it when she got home. And, and so anyway, we bought things and so on. That was fine, but, it, but the loom bands really captivated Marley and she was, we were working and I was showing her how to do it and I had to Google it to see how to do it. It was beyond my kids' time. <laughs> anyway, um, I um, was doing some of it with her and then obviously Ryan wasn't having quite as much attention from me as Marley was and so she just went by and just did a little knock. Of course, you know, the loom bands. <laughs> oh, the loom bands have 
that's okay. They've got little part, part, you know, little, little sections for each of the colours. Let's put them all back. Fortunately, it wasn't the whole container, and it was only a small container anyway. But you know, we know we can influence each other. Of course, then you know, Marley screamed and carried on and back at Ryan, and we influence each other. How are you influencing someone? How are you being an influence in your home? How are you being an influence in your workplace, at school, at uni, with your friends, in the community? encourage you to think about that. What can you do this week that's going to be a great influence to someone? Pray for an opportunity to be able to influence someone in a great way in what God's called you to do in the way he wants you to do it. Be encouraging to people. Look for God in a situation. Are you relying on that or are you gossiping about something? That's not a good influence either. It's very easy to get caught up in the little gossips and the talks and, and the conversations. But I just encourage you, let's, let's stay true to what God's called us to do and be an encourager of people and be kind and helpful along the way. So that's our vision statement to be growing and influential. And, and then I went on to our core values. Our core values are... Good, love God and serve people. Love God, love people, serve God and serve people. So I, I went just to the loving part of it. How are you being loving? How are you loving God? How are you showing God that you love him? And how are you loving other people? How would you rate that at the moment? How would you rate your love for God, your love for people? Sometimes, some people you may find very hard to love it's actually as we love God and understand more about his love that we can actually love them through some of the hardest situations. What's one area that you can grow in? One area that you can perhaps pray about to be able to see a change, see something happen. You know, Matthew 22, love the Lord the God with all your heart. Are you loving him with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind? It's with every part of you. Are you loving him with, with every part of you? And then it goes on to love your neighbour as yourself. So loving other people. You know, loving God is not a feeling. It's a decision that involves action. It is loving his house, loving worship, prayer and tithing. It's learning to put God and his purpose first in your life. So have you done that? We need to do that every day. Wake up and, and, and say, God, I put you first in my life today. Help me to stay in that path. Show me how I can help other people to do that. And then serving God and serving people is the other part of our core values. Joshua 24, 15, but as for me and my house, household, we will serve the Lord. That's how we serve God. You know, we are here to serve that's what Jesus came. That was what his example was, to come and to be a servant, to serve. And so we are made in his image. Go back to that Genesis um, verse. We were made, we were created to be like God. He sent Jesus to be an example for us. He came to serve. So it's not to be a chore. And if it's a chore for you, then you've got to go back to God and say, God, show me how I can serve in, in your strength. It's not a chore. It's something that I can love and do. I love being in the house of God. I can't say that I love preaching, but I know that that's a, it's a serving thing to do. 
and I don't do a lot of it because I think there's lots of other people that can and that's fine. I'm sort of at that stage in my life that I can make some of those choices. <laughs> and sometimes I can't get away with it, so you've got me today. <laughs> but I, I, I just think that's, I mean, you know, I, I do that very rarely. During the week, I'm in here serving. There's lots of different things that I do. Sometimes it's, it's picking up the mess after you guys on a Sunday in the auditorium. <laughs> you know, there's so many different ways we can serve and nothing is better than another. No, nothing is there. You know, like John 13 says, I tell you the truth, slaves are not greater than their master, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. You know, we are all here. God created us all equally and we are all called to serve. So look, how are you serving your neighbour? How are you serving in your family? How are you serving your partner? How are you serving your boss? How are you serving those that you work alongside? How are you serving your employees if you have them? How are you serving someone that you really don't get along with well? God can show you the way to do that. And a way to do it so that you do it from your heart. It's not just a, yeah, okay, I'm doing this because I have to. Because <laughs> that's not what he calls us to do. He wants us to do it joyfully and with a, with a heart sold out for him. And when you have a heart sold out for God, it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're cleaning the toilets, whether you're sweeping the streets, whether you're um, preaching to thousands, <laughs> whatever, whatever. God's called us all. He's given us all different gifts and it's up to us to find out what they are and to be able to serve Serve him. You know, it's not easy in, in um, any of this to see the fruitfulness. It just doesn't happen straight away. So important. There's a couple of other areas I just wanted to look at. One's, what, the next one's time management. I got to this last week and I thought, oh, gosh, I'm out of time. <laughs> so there we go, time management. How is your time management? Are you respecting other people and their time? So are you fruitful in your time? Are you organised? I wasn't very organised earlier days. I've learnt to be a lot more organised and even now I can slack off a bit because I don't have to. But I used to, when we used to be in the country and we'd come to the city and I'd have all these things that I had to do and I was always late. Even once we were living here and we were, I was always late because I always had so much that I had to get done, you know, I wanted to get done beforehand and I suddenly went, do you know what, this is crazy. Stop expecting so much of yourself and trying to get so much done. Just make it a little bit simpler and found it was actually much easier to be on time, much easier to... And, and I wasn't as stressed and no one else around me was as stressed. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? <laughs> but we can make some changes in our lives so that we can actually do what he is calling us to do. And as I said before, making disciples. How many disciples have you helped to grow and how many have they done the same with? Because that's the thing. It's not just us making disciples. It's that they would make disciples too. So I, I want to leave you with that challenge today especially. Make sure that you've got someone and some people that you're reaching out to and they're, help, you're, they're helping other people to grow too. We can help them to help others because it's a process that we keep going on and on and on. But as I said, it takes some time. Sometimes we see the fruit very quickly. Sometimes it takes, we don't even see the fruit, but they're seeds that are sown. So we need to trust the process. We need to trust God. We need to trust the work of the Spirit no matter how fast or slow it may seem. Continue to be generous with your time. Continue to invest your time in heavenly, eternal things. Continue to pour into people even when you don't see the fruit. 
Know that God is working behind the scenes. What a great promise that is. He is always there. He's doing the building. He's doing the demolition or the pruning, as Bruce talked about last week. He's doing the renovation in our lives and in other people's lives. You know, what does the process look like for you in your life right now? Are you thinking about it? Are you working out your faith, responding to God, using your time as best as you can to grow in him and with others? Are you seeking his will and work in your life? If so, be encouraged and keep striving every day, even when the progress seems non-existent. Just this scripture here we are, it's the one I want, Philippians 3.13. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is head. So yes, we do have to measure what has happened, but we do need to be intentional about what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. That is my prayer for each one of you this week and as you go in, into this week and, and beyond that you would know what God's, God's call is for you and that you would strive and keep going forward. Not in a hard way, not in a way that bogs you down and if that's the way it is then please go to God in prayer because he doesn't want it to be. He wants it to be a joy-filled life for each one of us. Why don't you close your eyes? Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the promises. I thank you for the so many things that are in there that we can learn from. The encouragements, the things, that, the words that we can encourage other people with, the things that we have learnt that have made become so real to us, the scriptures that have made a change in our life that we can share with other people. Father, I pray for each person here today that as we look at different ways that we might or might not be growing, be being influential, loving you, loving others, serving you and serving others. Father, I pray that each one of us would have something that we know we need to go out into this week to be able to to stretch ourselves. Sometimes I know it's uncomfortable, but Lord, I know that your love, your peace, your grace is upon each one of us as we do that. Thank you, Lord. I thank you that we don't walk alone, that you walk with us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just encourage you. If God's showing you something right now, that you just raise your hand. You don't have to leave it up. Just raise your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. showing you something now, I encourage you to go away this week and spend time with him and say, God, what do you want me to be really fruitful in? This week, today, you might do it each day. Encourage you. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you for this word not going void, but going to people's hearts to challenge them and to grow them, to help them to become more like you. I thank that you go with that word. 
that your Holy Spirit touches each person here and takes us all on a journey in growing in you, in learning more about you and your ways. While your eyes are closed, I just want to ask, if you don't know God, if you don't know or you have been away from Him and you want to get closer to Him, you want to know that he, Him helping you. If that's you today, I just encourage you to raise your hand. Give me a little sign of hands and say, I want to know God. I don't know God or I want to get closer to Him. I've been walking another way. I haven't been walking with Him. Thank you, Jesus. Just raise your hand if that's you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you because you are always with us and you take us on this journey called life with you to our ultimate end of living with you. And I thank you, Lord, for every day, for the days that are hard, the days that are easy, the days that are joy-filled, the days that are sad. Thank you that you are with us at all of those times. Father, that you carry us through some of those times, but you're always with us. Father, we confess the times that we think we can do it in our own strength and ask you to be with us with us at all times. That we would we would be open to you at all times. You don't move, it's us that moves away. And Lord, if we need to step back to you, if anyone needs to step back closer to you, just encourage them to do that now. Lord, I just see your arms are wide open to greet us, to take us and go on that journey with us even more. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you have, your, your first charge was to be fruitful and that each one of us are fruitful in our own ways, in many ways. But Lord, I know that you're calling us to be more intentional in that in some areas. Show us what that area is for each one of us and help us to be able to walk that path and pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen.